it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. 10, 9, 8. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, Happy New Year. It is twenty twenty two, and this is your wwe day one post show sam and i took ourselves a little break and we are back or i should say well i'm back sam has decided to take an extra vacation uh, heading down south for the winter so uh, hopefully you guys are uh, not going to be too upset about just hearing my voice for the foreseeable future but that will be the rest of this month. As for tonight, what a pay-per-view that I just watched. My God. First off, we had a little bit of trepidation, I guess you would say. Roman Reigns tweeting earlier in this evening that he unfortunately tested positive for COVID-19 rendering him unavailable for this evening's pay-per-view. So that meant that the universal title would not be defended, but WWE pivoted like they always do because the show must go on. They decided that Brock Lesnar would still indeed be having a match tonight. The man would be tossed into the WWE championship match, making it a fatal five-way match. Now, looking back at all this, I feel bad for Big E and Seth Rollins because about, I don't know, I think a month and a half ago, this was a one-on-one matchup. And then it grew to a triple threat with Kevin Owens being added. Then a couple weeks ago, Bobby Lashley gets himself added to it. And now... Mere hours before the pay-per-view begins, Brock Lesnar is now added to it, and it's a fatal five-way. So it's like, brah, what happened? (laughs) Like, Jesus Christ. (sighs) But I'm telling you, this was a lot of fun tonight. Um, Getting back into the swing of things, live tweeting with you guys tonight. I appreciate you all, as always. And this was just, this was just a real joy to watch. So we kick things off with 
a tag team match during the kickoff show. It's Ricochet and Cesaro taking on Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Now, unfortunately, which apparently seems to be a string of injuries um, that have happened on New Year's or beginning of you know year shows, there was a moment where Cesaro was going to help Ricochet and flip him so that he could do a, a 450 on to Ridge Holland. Well, unfortunately, Ricochet didn't either rotate enough or he stayed too far tucked in, and he decided to drive his knee into Ridge's face, effectively shattering his nose. So Ridge Holland was out of this match minutes in, and you could tell as Ridge was rolling himself out there was literally blood. There was a, there was like a trail of blood that went out of the ring where Ridge went. Ridge was on the outside for, for moments, and then the doctors took him right to the back. So this quickly turned into a two-on-one handicap match. <laughs> but lo and behold, Sheamus, this man, I'm telling you, MVP of the Thunderdome era, takes this whole thing by himself and defeats both Cesaro and Ricochet. So big win for Sheamus and obviously for Ridge as well. Ah, I don't know where this goes now. I would honestly like to see once Ridge is back, you know, healed up enough. I hope, I, I truly hope that they go back with the mask gimmick like Sheamus had when his nose is broken. I want Ridge to have this now as well. It'll just... I. I think it'll work well uh, the, also because of how Ridge is with Seamus and how he's like his idol and everything else. So naturally he should have the same type of face guard after his nose got broke. So we'll, we'll see what happens to kick off the actual show itself. We had ourselves once again, one hell of a fire match. Usos and new day for the SmackDown tag team championships these guys can't miss ever. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen a bad match between these four men. Another fantastic match. And the Usos retain, but they retain using a 3D. Somewhere, I'm sure Bully Ray was like, heat! Ah! Just, mm. I love that they just pulled the move randomly out of nowhere. Um, Pat McAfee said that they renamed it the 1D because they are the ones on day one. It makes sense, but I'm interested to see. I will definitely be keeping eyes on Bully and seeing what he does uh, during Busted Up Radio. Uh, you know that's coming. So we move on to a match that I actually thought was a lot longer than it should have been. And I don't mean that as an insult. I, I kind of expected this to be a squash, and it wasn't. It was uh, Riddick Moss or Madcap Moss uh, with uh, Happy Corbin taking on Drew McIntyre. Now, I've seen Madcap Moss wrestle, obviously, before. I know how he's portrayed now as just this terrible jokester, which I'm in the minority here, but I appreciate his horrible puns. They're so terrible, they're hilarious, and I, I will hear nothing of it. <laughs> I honestly expected Drew to, to mow through him with relative ease, but he didn't. This was a legitimate match. They gave Riddick, or I keep calling him Riddick because that's really what his name is. I, they kept giving Madcap Moss the chance 
to show his stuff and he did a good job hopefully this opened the eyes of some people who and even myself because i had forgotten how good of a wrestler he really truly is uh when he was in nxt he was great he was mr access uh, the times I went to access for WrestleMania, he was always there. He would always be, you know, winning a lot. And that was his, that was one of his shticks. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. The match was great. Obviously drew getting the victory here, but it was nice to see that they gave madcap some, some time in the ring. So we'll see if that is going forward. We then moved on to our raw tag team championship match as the street profits challenged RK bro this was a fun match as well um randy and riddle bringing out the lyrical guests for the night uh amigos and it was they they just sat at ringside everything was cool you know there wasn't you know there didn't no interference or anything else um I still need somebody to check on Montez Ford because I'm telling you that man is truly Inspector Gadget with his go-go legs. And just like, my God, the man just, he leaps with such ease flying through the air. It, it's it's ridiculous. Um, but this match ends up with a pop-up RKO as uh, Riddle throws Montez in the air and Randy hits it with the RKO match over. RK Bro retains their tag team championships we then had a nice little segment in the back uh with madcap and uh, happy corbin actually attacking drew mcintyre in the back while he was being interviewed um beat him so much where they took a chair and they put it you know between his his neck and corbin came and smashed one of those um one of those pillars that they have onto the chair so drew obviously getting some medical attention uh, obviously, this feud between all three of them is definitely not over. We then shifted gears to a match that I thought would be a sleeper match of the night. Um, something that would kind of shine that, you know, there were a lot of matches tonight on this card that could have been the best match of the night. This one, it was good. It was good. It wasn't... I maybe my expectations for this were a little higher um but like i'm not really bashing this match it was a good match it was edge taking on the miz um maurice getting involved towards the end which then caused to everybody's delight including my own beth phoenix to show up she chased away maurice edge hits the spear and gets the victory also need to shout out that we once again got brood edge and the 90s kid in me was very happy i loved the brood back in the day and anytime i get a chance to hear that music again it just yeah it, it's 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 great so big win by edge but i don't expect this thing to be over especially now with beth phoenix in the mix I obviously can expect a mixed tag match, most likely at the Royal Rumble. We moved on then to probably one of the most anticipated matches of the night. It was for the Raw Women's Championship as Becky Lynch defended the title against Liv Morgan. Many opportunities during this match for Liv to actually win this match. Unfortunately, she once again fell a little short 
She went in for oblivion. Becky caught her, dropped her with the manhandle slam. Was a little too far from the ropes. I think I know what they were trying to do. Becky was trying to reach her foot back to get onto the ropes to help leverage so that this wouldn't be a clean victory. Unfortunately, she wasn't able to do so, and the ref did count to three. So Becky does retain her title, but now now what do you do at this point? Becky, yes, was trying to cheat. They can probably run with that. Uh, maybe we'll see more on Monday. Uh, or is this it for Liv? Does she now get shuffled back down the line and somebody else will try to take a chance? Who knows? Again, it's Rumble season now. Does Liv win the Royal Rumble? Get her rematch at WrestleMania. It makes a lot of sense. Will it happen? Who knows? We'll get there in about a month's time. 28 days, or by the time people listen to this, 27 days. After that, we did get an announcement. Speaking of the Rumble, Johnny Knoxville from Jackass, uh, and it, 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 <laughs> this whole thing kind of made me feel really old. So uh, Johnny Knoxville says that he wants to be in the Royal Rumble because he wants to be WWE champion. Understandable. Okay, I get it. So is he now the first official entrant into the 2022 Royal Rumble? We'll find out. But there were a lot of people on Twitter that were like, I don't even know who this man is. And I'm like, oh, God. I feel so old right now. It hurts. It truly does. Um, but yeah, should be interesting. There hasn't really been a, a true celebrity entrant in the Royal Rumble in quite some time. So I'm interested to see what happens here. But we moved on to our main event. Yes, we are already at the main event. It was the Fatal Five Way for the WWE Championship. Big E defending his title against Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, and Brock Lesnar. Now, naturally, if things would have gone to plan, there was no COVID, and Roman wasn't out for tonight, I'm sure there would have been some shenanigans with Paul Heyman, and Roman probably would have lost the title. Obviously, that's not what's going to happen. Because Brock Lesnar decides to go and win the WWE Championship. <laughs> this was a very fun, quick match, or at least it felt that way. There was one segment where I think um, Lesnar hit F5s on just about everybody and then gets speared by Lashley, and Lashley gets like a two and nine tenths pinfall attempt. And, like, I felt my heart rate spike. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, like, there were there were tons of huge spots in this match. You know, uh, Lashley gets put through the announce table. Lashley puts Lesnar through the, the barricade. Uh, Owens and uh, Seth worked like a perfect team the whole night. They never even turned on one another, which I thought was strange. But it is what it is. Um, but the kicker here is that Brock Lesnar F5'd Big E to get the pin. So not only did he take the title from Kofi, he takes the title from Big E. Now, 
clearly Brock Lesnar has something against the New Day. <laughs> um, not really, but still, it's it's an interesting coincidence. I do like the fact that he did beat the champion. So now there's no ifs, ands, or buts here. You know, he beat the champ. He pinned the champ. Does that now mean Biggie will have his rematch at the Rumble? Probably. Um, will uh, that match last longer than eight seconds? I certainly hope so. Um, I don't know what it means for everybody else. Um, what this now means for Roman? Uh, is Brock just going to hang out on Raw now until he drops the title? Will we end up getting a unification title match? You'd think not with USA and Fox both obviously wanting their own champion. I don't know. There are a lot of questions. Um, like I said, that was a great, great premium live event because now long we no longer call them pay-per-views. I don't know why, whether it was not on pay-per-view tonight or WWE no longer will be on pay-per-view. I, I, I honestly don't know. I just liked the pivot to premium live event. It, it, it has a good has a good sound to it, I guess. Whatever. But that was your show, guys. Nice quick wrap-up. It's great to be back. Um, these couple of weeks away have been uh, very refreshing. Um, look forward to jumping right back into things. Um, more than likely, we'll still have the same setup. I'm going to talk to Sam and figure out what we can do about Dynamite and Rampage. I might go back and do the Rampage Smackdown study and maybe maybe bring a AEW Dynamite podcast to life for the month until Sam and I are back in the studios together. But that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Obviously, we truly appreciate appreciate we 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 pre, we, pre, 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 pre. we can't speak. That's just how how jazzed up I am right now. We appreciate you guys as always. If you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube as Above the Ring. You can find myself pretty much everywhere as Scotty J Stream. And you can find this podcast on basically every podcasting platform that is out there. If we're not on one that you listen to, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. That way you can do all your one-stop podcast shopping and add a little bedlam to your day from Above the Ring. Guys, thank you again. Hope you enjoyed this pay-per-view. If you didn't get a chance to see it, obviously it's on Peacock or the WWE Network if you're outside of the States. Hope you all have a wonderful evening. I hope you all had a great holiday season and a happy new year. 2022 is here. Let's hope it's better than the last two years have been. <laughs> Most importantly, though, guys, do not forget to ship it and join the Bedlam. Good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. 
From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.